0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. The Score, score celebrates 30 years. WSER in HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. We are Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's voice of the fan for 30 years odyssey station the score, score! Oh, tripping
2: I'm out of here anyway please
3: thanks for checking out the show today hope you enjoyed the Pat Thomasulo interview I thought it was great check out his stand up hour what a time to be alive it's on youtube it's free you don't have to pay anything no subscription fees you can just go watch it you will enjoy it i promise on tomorrow's show joe ostrowski will join me we will talk about betting the final four and jason leisure will be on the show tomorrow we'll talk bears with him since there's been some bears news parkinson spiegel have got you covered until six o'clock
2: what's up boys What's up, Lawrence? What's up, Speegs? Forget that six o'clock mess. It's here, Lawrence. It's here. What's here? Oh, full day's pay for less than a full day's work. Baby. Oh, is there a Cubs game today? Spring training baseball on the score, Lawrence. Oh, yeah, that means
1: Danny. It means Danny gets the rest of the afternoon off. I will be doing four innings of play-by-play from my living room as I prepare for my weekend of play-by-play. Get out of here! That's, wor- that's work, mister. That's- I mean, this is just for me, just to, like, remember to get how ready. to use a scoreboard. Yeah. Remember how to use uh, a scorecard. I should say it's called a scorecard, right? I, yeah. b- okay.
2: I believe. It's It's, it's called yeah. baseball.
1: It's oh, like that's piece- good. That's Nine good. innings. Dude, the spring trading rules are so bananas, like... People can get sent to minor league camp and then show up in a spring training game the next day. You know? It's you need uh, the bodies. <laughs> you need you need the bodies. And I remember the spring game that I did a couple of years ago, Danny, remember that where like the sixth inning came and it was an entirely new nine. Here you go. Here's a piece of paper. Write down the entirely new nine, five of which aren't even on your official roster. Good luck, everybody. But speeds,
3: all you need to keep thinking is Joe Bucks Bucks. That's all you got to think. This is, this is the window for you to get to the yams, man. This is the opportunity. Yes, you have to put up with some nonsense because it's spring training baseball. But at the end of the rainbow, $76 million waiting for you.
1: You think so? $76 million. Dollars. I think I can throw my hat in the ring or my name in the hat for the At least Fox $76.
2: Job. At least seventy (laughs) six. Yeah, somewhere between seventy six and seventy six million has to be I I haven't
1: negotiated the official rate yet, actually, uh, Danny. So you need to
2: talk to me about your business dealings. (laughs) I know. know (laughs) You got to be getting that Pat Hughes rate. One of your games on the network. One of your games is syndicated. That game should cost more. They got. They (laughs) got to pay. They got to pay for Southern Illinois. They got to pay for (laughs) Iowa. Hokia <laughs> has to pay for its Cubs <laughs> baseball. Gotta uh. You got to pay the talent. Speed. Are, have you negotiated also? Like, do, do you know like, if this, then, then? like, do, Are you being evaluated on these games and then our regular season games in the balance? Has that been discussed? Should I be asking these questions off the air perhaps?
1: Probably off the air. Yeah, off okay. the air will be your best. Um, are we on for, the air for, now? For, we are on the air now. Okay. I'm surprised oh, that you have any focus whatsoever since word came out that Tiger played a practice round at Augusta. Dude, like, y- I'm so you're excited, y- aren't you? so excited. Aren't you? I'm so excited. I saw our friends at Circa post posted like 50 different Tiger Woods props for the Masters. Everybody assumes he's in now.
2: That's yeah, I point. mean, listen, he's my second favorite athlete of all time, uh, he's why I started playing golf. It's my absolute favorite hobby, activity, de-stressor, bonding thing with my friends. He is such a flawed human but all-time great athlete and competitor. And he's already done like his last major win. The fifteenth major was remarkable. Like that that accomplishment at his age, with all of the back surgeries and the spinal fusion, it was one of the craziest golf feats and athletic feats that I've seen in my lifetime. If he I, he's not winning. That's if not, he competes, that's not a, if, he, play, if he walks what, what four are rounds. the odds on him fifty to one. What are what are some
3: of the other props? Like does he fit like does he make the cut? Is that a prop?
2: That would definitely be a prop. I have not. Uh, I have not seen it posted. They, I, I did not know Speaks. I apologize. That
3: oh, that yes, been posted Let's get on on FanDuel right now. You know, I'm, here I'm it slipping, is from Circa. Clearly.
1: Here it is from Circa. Yes, uh, is minus one fifty to make the cut. That no is, is plus one thirty.
2: Yeah, Tiger Woods. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't bet against him, but that is
1: insane. Tiger Woods to finish top ten. Yes, is plus eight seventy five. No. Top 20 is plus 385. Finishing position, the over-under is 34.5 for Tiger Woods. It's his
2: course. You know, he he knows that course better than any human alive. Of course, like, there is a... If if, if, you, if he was at a other another course that he had played well at, right? If he if he was at Tory Pines or, or, or Pebble, uh, you know he'd he'd have good odds. But uh, that's just that's nostalgia, that's favoritism. He should. So how much be... are you putting down on it? <laughs> I well, right, was exactly. Say, that,
0: thats exactly. The thing, <laughs> is that
3: is that that is
2: exactly the right question because it's impossible to bet against him. I had a uh, Francisco Molinari thirty to one bet.
1: Francisco, that's fun to say.
2: It's very fun to say when he. Choked away the Masters. It was the. It was when uh, they knew the lightning was coming in, and then, so they they teed off the leaders at like seven a.m. on Sunday. Went over to my buddy's house. We had the same bet. We woke up. We were watching it, and then there was Tiger. And. Molinari collapsed and Tiger charged and we forgot about our bets because like it was all about Tiger fandom man like it's it's there's all the other golfers and then there's Tiger so the reason those numbers are what they are is because no one in their right mind wants to bet against that dude
1: Seventy four and a half is the over under for his first round score and again not officially playing at, the, at this point right
2: but. I mean it's those are it, all bets would be voided if he if he doesn't tee off but like He almost had his leg amputated. We haven't seen him. We know he has, but we haven't seen him walk 18 holes. He hasn't played professional golf in a real tournament since, what, 15 months or something like that? Yeah, but I noticed that you're not
3: going to bet against him not making the
2: cut, though. (laughs) I can't do it, Lawrence. I can't. But the smart money is, like, if you can be dispassionate about this, like, I can bet against the Cubs. I, I bet against the Bears more than I bet on them. It's I a good bet, choice. I can bet against my teams. I can I'm betting against Syracuse basketball this year. I'm almost ready to finish the basement. But I I can't I can't bet against <laughs> Tiger. I feel like I'm cheating. And I mean then it should be like oh well Tiger would be fine with it. But like I, I can't I can't bet against <laughs> wow. it. Wow. I can't do it. Well,
1: this is I'm it. I'm so we,
2: excited if he plays, man.
1: We've reached the time of year where the Masters is there for people who love it. Opening day is a week from tomorrow. Just bananas. Opening day is a week from tomorrow.
3: You know what strange speaks? As short as spring training is, I'm yeah. actually like, yeah, I'm ready. I know they're not ready, but they're I'm ready. They're not ready.
2: All right, yeah, let's just really get to the playoffs. I agree. Yeah.
1: I'm not ready to <laughs> jump that far. <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: just
1: get Well well you'd rather I mean from a White Sox perspective, you'd rather see games than stare violently at the open spots on this roster that have been there for six months. Like there's no more joy. There's no more joy left in looking at the mix and 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 how it's how it's comprised right now.
3: I I hope that that they were so right about Josh Harrison. Like I, I, I really hope that I'm sitting here in August being like, Man, they nailed that. This is the perfect guy at the perfect time. But could be. I don't I, don't
1: I like know. that dude. I've, I do I've, too. I've always, I've do always too. enjoyed that dude. I think he mm-hmm.
3: has has value. It's just like, come on, man. Like, do more. This is the, the meme with the stick, do something.
2: Mm. You and, can't be uh, ready I'm- for spring to be done though yet. Like Kopek hasn't even pitched. Who is that? <laughs> yeah, like Kopek pitches tomorrow. And like, like I saw, I think it was Garfield's be like. Uh, Michael Kopech will make his spring debut tomorrow for two innings. I was like, he hasn't made his debut yet. Well, he's been doing sides.
3: Like, I know, but but, it, but you're right. Like <laughs> this is a guy that's in the middle of your rotation, and right. <laughs> no one knows if he's good at starting pitching.
2: Well, I mean, like, what's his? If I put it at like a hundred and thirty-five innings for the season,
1: you, you would you would take that. At this point, yeah, that win.
3: would be great if you got 135 innings out of him. I, I, mean, I feel like that would be that would mean to me that the White Sox are in great
2: shape. Okay, so that number, so I said it a little high in your mind? No, I, no, I think no, you're, no, no, that,
3: that's where they should want him to be. I don't know if he gets to that number.
1: I don't know if that means they're in great shape. I guess because there's so many other factors, obviously, but like ace starters, like big time innings eaters these days go like 180. 180. Yeah. One ninety, something like that. So if he's at a buck thirty-five, then maybe yeah, maybe he's acting as your fifth starter, and maybe you've skipped him every once in a while just to preserve and, and, and have him for the playoffs when you'll again have him be a double up guy, or or or, or something like that. But man, I, 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 I want to know how many innings Vince Velasquez had to throw for you if if, if Kopech uh, is throwing one thirty-five. Uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah,
2: so, exactly. sounds like you both would take the under on that number. Is that the uh, the actual number? No, I just I just pulled it out of the old keister. I just made it up. But sounds like you both would take the under on that. I, for well, Kovac. Well, well, remember they, they were, five innings apiece would be one twenty-five.
3: Well, remember they were ramping him up to begin with, and there was probably going to be an innings limit to begin with. So let's make that number one sixty. Okay, like, let's say that the number is one sixty innings. Well, that's an under, but. Now he's starting from a deficit because he had to deal with COVID. So that that to me at least wipes out a couple of games where maybe you thought he would go longer. So so to me, I think that 135 is a good number.
1: Yeah, I would be really happy if
3: Mike Kopech threw 135 innings. That makes
1: sense. That that, well, he gets his
3: first two tomorrow. Not, no, not the real ones. And let's hope that there's no, you know, muscle pulls or hamstring stuff or any of that stuff that we are promised goes away because they fired Alan Thomas. Thanks for coming to my TED talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is that your daily mention of, of Alan I'm Thomas? Just,
3: I'm just saying that I, I really hope that, that I don't think that it was the trainer's fault. I think that where we're at baseball-wise because of COVID is why people are getting hurt, and they can't fix that. Like, There's no trainer that you're going to hire that I think is going to fix that.
1: You know, uh, across the sport, we're seeing a couple of different things that I've been following, and one of them, which is ugly and we knew was going to happen, or we suspected maybe would happen, uh, having a hard time selling opening day tickets. In Cincinnati, which is historically where the first opening day has been for a lot of decades, having a hard time selling opening de- day tickets in Cleveland, uh, and I suspect this is going to be a problem not just in cities like that where the team's obviously in the off season and uh, off season one and off season two. Electric Boogaloo really did very little to try and get better. If anything, they shed money. But I I think we will see some kind of a tangible effect of strike ugliness, um, maybe of of uh, of of COVID hesitancy, and just overall disappointment in uh, in the state of some of these organizations.
3: Speaks when I was down in Arizona last weekend. I was talking to some people, and being at Sloan and Sloan not being sold out—that's that's different. Like that's mm. very different. And I was talking to some people that have been traveling back and forth between the parks. Because, you know, you, you get if you're one of the, the peoples down there forever, you can go to whatever game you want. Attendance there is down everywhere. And I think it, it, it has obviously to do with we probably had plans and then you didn't cancel, play, yeah. so we had to cancel them. But even walking around Sloan, and it's, it might be Cubs specific, it felt different. Like, fans are there more out of ritual than excitement, it felt like. So I'm curious to see how this plays out with the actual games and whether we're going to see people hold back their money or maybe they put their money in another place and they said, you know what, instead of me buying those tickets, I'll, I'll start thinking about a vacation instead, like that sort of thing with baseball coming back.
1: I think it's entirely possible, Um, and and I'd have to say probable. But then that first week and weekend where it's just absolutely gorgeous and a couple people get going over there um, and that experience of being in that ballpark, then it'll start to pick up. For the White Sox, it ought to be be happening from the get-go. I mean, this is a very good team coming out here, and we'll see how they feel, see how fans feel after an offseason that was kind of dispiriting to a lot of people, but that's a real good team, uh, and they should show it right away.
2: I think think the spring training thing makes sense because so much of their business is out-of-town travel. Obviously, there's a lot of people that live there and transplants and all of that, but people make trips for spring training to go to games. I'm not sensing a lot of... Covid hesitancy, like this, I feel like this city is ready to pop off this summer. I was, Steph and I went out downtown for for restaurant week, Tuesday night, absolutely slam packed to the walls, and a restaurant that normally it's not that tough to get reservations. Was it at, also but, to the windows, to the window to the wall? Uh, but you know, restaurant week was in full force. Like, I don't know. I I get the feeling that. At least the, the Cubs' product is not going to be very good. So, for the Cubs, I could see that being down. But I bet you the White Sox have a good attendance season. I'd be surprised. I mean, they should.
3: You know, back-to-back playoff experiences for the team, a team that's projected to win in the mid-90s and win the division, even though some of the division has gotten better. I mean, I don't care about it. I mean, I've, I've, I've been in the boat of, if you don't want to go, that's totally fine. 'Cause it means there's more room for me to spread out when I go there and enjoy my wonderful ballpark and it's awesome food.
2: Did you get so, back in with tickets? No, no.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you know, I might know a guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> that if I if yeah. I need to go, I can. You're Lawrence Holmes. Of no, course. That's not a thing.
1: We yeah, were disappointed is. yesterday that the goose from um <laughs> <laughs> the, the goose is going back to Goose Island, right? Isn't that what Brooks told us? That they're yeah. gonna back to Yeah, very them?
2: disappointing. How, yeah. They
1: should just
3: put it in front of Reggie's. Like that—that's that, what they should do. The goose <laughs> should just be in front of Reggie's, right there on State Street, and then White Sox fans could go commiserate.
1: Right, and then when they do the bus trips, because they'll—you they'll, can go and party at Reggie's, and they'll drive you over to the ballpark in the bus. They could put the goose on top of the bus. Oh, th-
3: they sure could. The only problem is, is that they park the bus under the L tracks. Yeah. Mm. So that I pass. think it's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> that that would that would be badass. They could do that. Reggie's has a spot on sixty third in the lakefront,
1: like they're right on the beach. Uh-huh. They could, they could keep that bus there. They could do that. Maybe the uh, goose head straight out, you know, from like from the windshield. Put it smack dab in the middle of the windshield. Have it point outwards <laughs> instead of up. Because that's not dangerous at all. No, these are the these are the ideas, Danny. This is the gold, man. So can't believe yeah. they
2: haven't hired us. For the for the marketing or promotions <laughs> department or whatever, this is this is just straight gold we're giving them. But uh, yeah, Lawrence, we're going to just hang out, do a couple of segments. We got a show dinner tonight. We're very excited. Where's the dinner at? Or oh, wait, don't you
3: don't have to tell me? What type of dinner are you guys going for? Steakhouse. Nice. It's
2: a good choice. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. We and we can say right. We can say.
1: I don't know, but then you know all the people. All the, all the people, all the people will be coming by to see you, Danny. You know they've heard about the haircut. They want to go see you. Will We're they? Will they? Yeah, they to,
3: mix up something. the fries and the onion rings for us. Can we get a little half and half going? They should. They. You should. know what?
1: It reminds me. We should just go to Chicken Corners for show dinner. Really, <laughs> like everybody could get a sandwich from whichever place they feel like. We just hang out in somebody's car.
3: As long as it's not Sunday. Because one of the
2: places won't be open. Yeah, then then it would be limiting. (laughs)
3: That's a good Uh, point.
1: And as long as none of us are gay, because then we won't be allowed in there. (laughs) I think you guys should call it fair or foul. It was one of the great chicken discussions I have ever heard. He's back, Back, baby. He's back.
2: On the team. I like how he plays his negotiations out in public. Man after my own heart. Out for every dollar. He He did it with the White Sox broadcast the year before last. Did it with the score. And said him and Mitch... 30 second negotiation and he's back in but then I read the responses to his tweet and like 80% of people got it and 20% of people thought that he was breaking up with Benetti, and he was going to start doing games on the radio
3: <laughs> I was like no no that's not what's happening
2: <laughs> he's going to be a score contributor and
3: when you're the best that's, that's ever done it you can that's how you roll yeah I, I completely understand his point of view and it's the best and I strive to have that level of power
2: one day yeah we all do that is that is a fact. But uh, Speaks has a dream scenario for the Bulls in the postseason, which is nice or an ideal scenario uh, for the Bulls because I don't see much there. But we're going to talk a little bit about that. tanny has got a special open for us today. we got a lot to get to, Lawrence, in a brief show. Sounds like it. Boys, have a great show. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Lawrence, have a good one, man. Tanny's open, kicks us off. We take you up to Cubs Spring Training Baseball right here on The Score.